show for guys sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. We welcome you for the Monday, our last November show of this year on the on the Monday. The Monday last last November Monday show of this year. That's exactly I'll crank that out right eventually. Isn't the first like on Thursday or something? Yeah. This is the last November Monday. Tomorrow will be the last November Tuesday. Oh, okay. I thought you were telling me since you weren't going to be here the last I may not be that. It may be my last Monday. How about that? <laughs> we can I just go through that. Last Monday every ever. Every week I wonder, is this guy coming back? No, I don't know. I really don't know. a bad attitude. I don't oh, know. Who's got a bad attitude? You've had a bad attitude lately. You've gotten surly lately. I, I blame it on your Packers. Really? How long did it take you? It took you 43 seconds. I even this morning said, join us this afternoon on the fan where we will be discussing the demise of the Green Bay Packers. Why? Why do we need to talk about that? It makes me feel better. (laughs) See, you look at his demise. I'm a glass half full kind of guy. Because I'm filled with love. Yeah, you are now. Did you see him when he came in there? Oh, man. See, here's what I'm hoping. A, the old man's done. He's not done. He's no, making no. too much money. Yeah, let the old man sit. You play the young guy. You him how many millions to sit there and sit? I don't care. He's, what does it matter? What does it matter? You're paying him anyway. I want to see if the young guy can play. I got how many weeks left? What are they, four and seven now? Four and eight? Four and eight, I think they are. Well, So you got five games. Guy- Yesterday said at his press conference because I didn't watch the, that. By the way, I'm glad you did. <laughs> he said that uh, until they're mathematically eliminated, he expects to be in. They're mathematically eliminated. They're not. They are. They're not. Anybody can understand four does not equal seven or eight, and you ain't winning the last five games and thinking everybody else is going to lose there. He says until it's mathematically eliminated, he'd like to be out there. They should have won the last two games. That would be a different conversation. Now, that loss to Tennessee was the killer. That one was the kick in the you-know-where. But anyway, here's what I want. Glass half full. Let Love play the last five. We'll see how he does. We're not going to win. You hope to be in the top ten in the draft, and you turn this thing around. Just like that. They're not far away. They're pretty good in a lot of spots. They're bad in a lot of spots. So they're not far away? They're not, they're not far away. <laughs> they, need a, they need a number one receiver. They need another offensive so line. the Cowboys. They need a defensive. They need a pass rusher. You know, they got guys hurt, though. Gary's out with a knee. Stokes is out. Campbell's out. They got guys hurt. This is, this is a typical Spurs year where you lose big and then get the early draft pick. They're not going to go that early, but... Give me a top ten pick. Yeah. I'll take that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not upset today. Shouldn't I was be. more upset after losing to Tennessee. Should that was have been. Bad. But today, embrace it. Tell you what, we got a new coach down in Auburn today. 
Seems like it. No, not seems. It's it's yeah. official. Yeah, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Mr. Freeze. We should have called him up. I doubt he remembers us. I doubt he would take the call. He's a former guest of this presentation. I'm sure he has it on his resume very high for the folks at (laughs) Auburn. When they're looking at qualifications, what have you done? Head coach Ole Miss. That's pretty impressive. What was your question? Who was better looking, your wife or Sandra Bullock? (laughs) That's a hard-hitting journalism, right? That's what that is. Didn't you want to know that? No. Are you kidding me? You're darn right you want to know that. We were across the hall. Yeah, we were. Laughing about the yes. Coach, who's better looking, your wife or Sandra Bullock? That's why we're not allowed in that studio across the hall anymore. <laughs> Hugh Freeze, the uh, former coach of Liberty. Yes. Were they Flames or something up at Liberty? What's their mascot? I don't know. Flaming? No, it's not flaming. That's fine. I wouldn't do that one. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure not. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I don't Christian know. Warriors. I don't know. But what? the Falwells. Maybe they're the Falwells. The Falwells. <laughs> the Fighting Falwells. That's what they are. The Liberty Fighting Falwells. Say that three times fast. See how that works for you. We're good for you. He's yeah. I mean, what? You talk about your redemption. <laughs> yeah. He's born again because now with NIL, anything he was guilty of before. <laughs> they encourage now. <laughs> you it's expected. <laughs> it used to get you suspended. Now, or, or since the Liberty, now you're you've going, done your penance. You've gone to Auburn. You've done your penance, and now you're back. You're back in the big game. Uh, somewhere, Ron Myers is going. If I timing. could only get it's all about to timing, earth, if I could get back to earth. No I'd have the ponies in the top oh, every year. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Hugh Freeze back in the SEC. Where he belongs. Yeah, yeah, no. He, 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 the, the win over Arkansas had to help I think the folks at Auburn yeah. who couldn't take care of Arkansas by themselves, so they bring in Hugh Freeze for it. I think I, I think Hugh's in the right place. That's a good move. He's the anti-hog. <laughs> Lane, Lane Kiffin got his uh, got nine and six. contract extension. You know, I think six was the key figure. I, I remember having a conversation with the boy a week ago when it looked like he was headed to Auburn. If you're willing to give him six, you know, I think that was the magic number. Yeah. Six at nine. <laughs> if I'm Arkansas right now, yeah. I'm not crazy about how all this is playing itself Why out. not? It's a pretty good coach at Auburn now. You got Sam at three. <laughs> well, I'm good at that. Yeah, I'm happy with Maybe three That's and a half. It. But, you know, I lose to Missouri this weekend. I'm probably going to get hopped over by the Tigers in the bowl. Uh, I'm on some feed, or, or what, it pops up on Facebook. I don't know if it's Pigtail Nation or Pigtail Razor Nation or something. I don't know. They're, these people have these made up. Oh, there's a bunch Facebook. of Facebook. Oh, yeah. And one of them this week is if this is how it's going to be, we just need to get used to it. Because I, yeah, I started off with I like Sam, but That's, we're, see, we're those just are the, have to get used to it. Those are the first four lines of everything. I like Sam, but. Yeah. That's where we keep going every time there's a post after one of the weeks. Earl, hard time in the morning. No, Earl's a big U of A guy. He's a, I oh, think, yeah. a yeah. Razorback graduate. Yeah. And Earl always likes to invoke race into things, which a lot of times it is race. No so question. I'm not saying it's not correct to do it. So. But did you see who Arkansas fired today or yesterday? No. Who did they fire? After they lose to Missouri, 
They don't fire Sam. No, of course not. They don't sign Bar- or don't fire, fire Barry. They don't fire Kendall. Okay. They Make fire, you're safe. They fired the black guy, the strength and conditioning coach. Ouch. <laughs> you know, I didn't fire the OC today. Dickie's out of there. After they beat LSU. <laughs> they beat LSU. They beat the – they fired the – but who does Strength and conditioning coach? <laughs> like, that's the move. That's the guy who has to fall on the sword <laughs> yeah. to keep Sam and Kendall and, and Barry around. That's yeah, Earl's gonna be fired up tomorrow. <laughs> you wanna you, see is he at seven or six tomorrow? He's at six, but six. You may want to we're gonna be seven thirty. Let him have the full hour and a half. Six forty five tomorrow. I might slide in here. <laughs> and I don't blame him. It's a bad look. But then that was a bad game. And they're going to get stuck with some, I don't, you know, where, Liberty Bowl? Liberty, Memphis. Two hours over there. See. Oh, no, that's no, a little rock. I was going to say, you're well, about you four. Go, yeah, you got to go all the way down. So. Probably five. You got to go down and no, back up. No, no, they got a straight over. line now from Fayetteville to Little Rock. Whatever. That's the money vein in the state. <laughs> it's, oh, it's got to be five hours, isn't it? Nah, it's just a couple hours. You got to take the, up, the, the hour up to Fayetteville. It's just it's a straight shot now from Fayetteville to Little Rock, isn't it? I mean, it's two hours over from Little Rock. Well, it's a straight shot, but you got to go up an hour. <laughs> what do you got to go up? You got to go up. They're not in a different time You're zone. going up. <laughs> You're going across, and then you're going up. Now, I will say this. They do look down on the rest of the state. Yeah. <laughs> certain so from, from there, you're going. You're looking down. You're, you're looking, going down and out. You're looking down on the rest yeah. of the state now if you're in Fayetteville. But either way, tough loss for That's the That's a Hogs. terrible loss. That loss stinks. That loss pushed them in a place they should. And I don't, and I, either the guy who posted it, as you mentioned, is this who we are now? Is this what we're going to have to live with? Yeah. I think a win over Missouri. See, I said this last week when we did picks. Yeah, I know. You changed the one guy. Who said they win this game and they win the bowl game, then they're only one loss less than last year. And that didn't sit well with me. You're projecting out a couple of wins that you just think are automatics that's going to make it all go away of what was not a great year this year. If you just beat Missouri and get to seven, the bowl gets you to eight. You were nine a year ago. Everything's good. Now you're at six. You just got passed by Missouri for a better bowl, you would think, although the Razorbacks will travel better than the Tigers will. And if you lose the bowl game, well, now it's a sub-500 year, and you're three games worse than you were last year. And now should we go back to wailing and gnashing teeth about how this was a disappointing letdown year? What what is Sam, one game above 500 right now? I think so. But after... Going through the last two, I mean, I get it, but I just am not. I, this was to me. This was one of the worst losses. This was, yeah, this, a, and this granted, stuff. it was in Missouri. It's on the road. I get that, but you got to win an SEC game on the road once in a while. It just is what it is. That's a bad loss for them. Well, it's a tough conference. I mean, Texas. No, you're going to find that out when they get over there. It's, it's a tough conference. You're going to have to really play is well. Missouri every- that good. I know Missouri played Georgia very tough. Yeah. I get that. I, Missouri's not a you know, not a cupcake. I get that. 
That's a game Arkansas well, should win. You know, Arkansas didn't have bumper pull in this game, and you can laugh. He's I'm not, not laughing. He's not going to be an NFL player. He, I, I say he might be able to play special teams in the NFL. He's a tough kid, but uh, you know, he's the all-time leading tackler. I know at the university, and I they know. didn't have him. And I get it. I don't know if you noticed that quarterback from uh, Missouri. No one tackled him. No, <laughs> he like Jalen Hurts last night. No, I know. No one tackled him either. Well, we're going to bring that up. Yeah, <laughs> too soon. Way too soon. Just I don't I don't like this. But I'll tell you what, the conference got the South Carolina win over Clemson. I thought it was a pretty big deal yeah, too. No doubt. I thought that was a very South big Carolina's deal. South Carolina's had a good two week period. You're not kidding. Vandy's had a better run this year. They got they didn't do well against Tennessee, but they had a couple of wins back to back. Missouri's been better. Auburn's got a new head coach. LSU is, you know, disappointing end to the regular season could have been potentially you know made their way to the four if they'd have won this and gotten through <laughs> the conference is in a pretty good spot right now if i'm beamer's agent i got him a raise today i, I go in today yes. and say I, we're gonna need a little more i don't know if you've seen the market in the last week or so but we're gonna need a little more i agree I, you know, I kept putting last year sam's agent didn't strike when he should have he Did waited until the all season Beamer's agent should have been there today saying, yep. we're going to need a little more, another year or two on there. Yes. Why wouldn't you? You beat Clemson now. You beat Clemson and Tennessee in back-to-back yes. weeks. Well, Tennessee was banged up. I get that. But you just beat Clemson. But you and, beat and, Tennessee and, 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 in the top five team. In, in, in South Carolina, you beat Clemson's a big darn deal. You had to get several years and another zero somewhere. Just I, saying. I agree. All right, we got to take a break. All fired up. College football already. We didn't even got to Dion. We didn't get to Dion yet. We got to Dion. 14 minutes after 5 o'clock, and we haven't even said hi to Dion. We'll take a break. We're coming right back. Oh, by the way, on the show Wednesday, Josh Richard, return appearance. We got high school stuff, obviously, Pleasant Grove and Carthage. We got a Live United Bowl coming up on Saturday, and Josh is coming in to uh, talk up that. And I think. Is it uh, Malvern and uh, Nashville maybe playing as well? There's another. There's another game that uh, Josh wanted to make sure. Big we one. Yeah, Arkansas side. So we got all kinds of stuff going on on uh, Wednesday. He'll be here near five o'clock. Take the break. We're coming right back. Leaving the yard. Zach of the Professor here on the Fan 107.9. <laughs> Welcome back. 17 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the fan 1079. 903-735-9905 is our phone number. There's all kinds of stuff going on. See, I wanted, to call, I wanted to cold call Derek Oxford. You wouldn't agree. You hit me with the music playing. Yeah, but we can call him right now. I'll call him at the bottom. We'll call him at the bottom of the hour. Because he covered the uh, crazy Nashville Elkins game. Yeah. 
6362. That's pretty crazy. Nashville Malvern. That's the other game. So that's the one that Nashville's win got them to Malvern. So uh, what conference opponents will see each other again? Yeah. I think Arkadelphia is on the other side of that bracket too. Yeesh. Yeah. I mean that's that's we you know early on we talked about Ashdown and and thought they were in a good spot and then realized. This was a really good conference, and here you got. Well, I think we're down to the final four in the state. In was it four A classification? I think so. And three of the four are in the conference yeah. that the Panthers were in. That's pretty good. No surprise. No, it's good. It's good football. Now, hopefully, Coach Outlaw come in this week and I can get his spin on. Yes, he, he knows a lot of things in that old state of Arkansas. You would think he's an, he's an Arkansan. Okay. Well, you know, Barry was, you know, a Texas guy. Yeah. He went over there, and he was still learning Arkansas, and he didn't have the connections in Arkansas that Coach Outlaw had. Did you talk to him this last week? Who? Barry. No. He called me up out of the blue. Did he? Wednesday, I think it was. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm in town. I said, seeing family. I went, all right, how's the new job? He says, it's the greatest, easiest <laughs> job I've ever had. I said, you're kidding. He says, no. He said, I miss Friday nights. He said, I miss the – I said, he, he said, the lows are losing, the highs are winning. I miss those. He said, but this job's great. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? He's Birdville AD. Yeah. No, he's got three high schools on I know. They're cr- cruising along. Yeah. But he's uh, he's living large right now. I guess so. Tough life. Yeah. He didn't invite me over for any turkey. Oh, so I that. call and say hi. I went, all right, yeah. hi, how are you? Tell you how good life is yeah. there in the big city. Put my nose in it. Yeah, well, that's how, how you doing know. back there in Tito? You still do that little radio show, that kind of thing? <laughs> that's how you are. He's on the ticket now. He doesn't yeah, have to over here anymore. Now nah. yeah. He's too big time for us now. That's part of it. We're used to that. People are going to along those same lines. Yeah. I, I did some speculation this morning with Kevin about the coaching carousel. Did you hear any of that? I did. I heard the last part. I didn't hear Kevin. All right. That's what I thought. Coach. All right. Now, um, you had on the, the sports minute this morning that uh, Coach Fickle yes. had gone to your favorite college, Wisconsin. No, they're, oh, no, sorry. Wisconsin, <laughs> yes. The U of. Yes. Now, are you happy with that? I thought that was a pretty good hire. Great hire. Uh, I thought that was a knock it out of the park. I thought they took their time, they didn't get in too big a hurry, and they landed a big fish. Yes. I thought for Fickle, it's a pretty good move. I know he had his eye on possibly Ohio State at some point or something like that, which is still a possibility. But uh, <clears throat> That's what somebody asked me this weekend. Is this a stepping stone move for Fickle? Which he didn't really need a stepping stone. No. He could have gone from Cincinnati. He'd been at Ohio State. It's not like he hadn't been there. He'd been there before as an assistant. No, but he, he hadn't been the that. guy. No. But I, I, he doesn't need this move. But it's a great hire for Wisconsin. I don't know how long they can keep him, but it's a great hire. I think he could be there for the next 10 years. I think that's a pretty solid place to be. I don't know, you know, because his – his best year was with a quarterback who was mobile and all that. And maybe he'll find that Russell Wilson to come to Wisconsin. They only had, a beautiful thing. Yeah, it is. It is. And they could get good overnight. Yep. But I was speculating if you're Cincinnati. All right. That Michigan was a pretty big win. The defensive coordinator at Michigan, and I know defense coordinators aren't in vogue right now. They can be. 
as Kevin and I said this morning, Rick Minner didn't have a bad run at Cincinnati. No, he had a great run there. He's a guy that's still appreciated around there, and now his son is the D.C. at the University of Michigan coming off a win this past Saturday, yeah. a win you would expect. They're going to be Big 12 champions. They could possibly – Or Big 10 champions. Um, what did I say? Big, Big 12. Uh, Big 10 champions. Well, we got 14 teams. So, I know. It's know. so confusing. Uh, Big 10 champions, and uh, they could win a game in the playoffs, and it's not out of the question they could win the thing. No, I, I agree. And Jesse Minner would be a – Hot, hot, you commodity. think. Now, I don't know. Here's going to be my thing. If I'm, I mean, You know me. I always play devil's advocate yeah, about this. Well, and he, he, he's had one year at Michigan. One at Vandy's D.C. One at Vandy, which you, you just, you know, you, you write that one real small in pencil. You don't write that in big letters. And then his time in the NFL. His time in the NFL for John Harbaugh. Right. He's now worked for both Harbaugh's. Yes. I know John didn't have a great day yesterday. No, he did not. a little short. <laughs> but, uh, a yard and a half short. Yeah. But John Harbaugh's well-respected. Sure he is. Jim is as high as he's ever been. Would you yeah. agree? Oh, yeah. But let me ask you this. You know, Coach Minter, Rick's talked to us a lot, and I was saying this morning how fortunate we were to get to know him last couple of years as he spent time here in town uh he's talked a lot about being at notre dame and those type of kids that want to go to a notre dame and how great it is to coach that high academic kid who's also a great athlete and comes from great families and he he's talked at length about how different that is to be at a notre dame if you are Jesse Minner and your agent calls up and said I got Cincinnati on one line Stanford on the other who's coach David Shaw resigned resigned this weekend and who's very patient but if memory serves me right Mr. Harbaugh, Harbaugh had some success out there you did and now you got a good guy, quarterback had a pretty good quarterback, yeah. but he also had success there. Yeah. And now you've got a guy that's worked for he and his brother both. Young guy, if you were Jesse Minner, which call would you take? I'd take them both, if I'm, not, if I'm being honest. Well, of course you're I think the Stanford job's problematic because it looks like well, I say that. Yeah, let me rethink that for a second. Because I, I, I keep on thinking in my head USC, but they're not there any longer. As soon as they make the move out, then that opens up the pack, whatever you want to call it, pack 10, pack 12, whatever it's going to be. And Stanford's back in the conversation if they can compete with the Oregons of the world. Because the Arizonas are bad and Cal's bad and – the U-dubs are in Washington. I mean, it's really, it's it's Oregon and it's Utah. So maybe. And they're very patient with coaches. And I think you can be a defensive guy there. Yes. I don't know if coming to Cincinnati now in the new Big 12, where we know they get up and down the field, 
I don't know that a DC there as head coach matters quite as much. It's probably going to be who your OC is that you hire. It's going to make that job work. But you are moving into a major conference. Remind everybody the guy that was OC, and I can't remember his name right now, at Cincinnati last year when they made the playoffs, went to LSU as the OC this year. And it may very well be his job right. to have. Maybe. But I'm just saying that there's a possibility that Minner's in the mix on something. Yeah, I think he gets the phone call. I think he gets the call and said, hey, are you interested in this? And you want to come on by and talk about it? I don't know if I'm Jesse, though, that, that I don't. Are both of them dead-end jobs? Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. I don't know that. Are there too many better coordinator jobs in the country? If, unless you're the, the D.C. or O.C. at Alabama. Is there a better coordinator job in the country right now than being the D.C. at Michigan? I just think I mean, he's getting FaceTime. What DCs get FaceTime? Oh, I agree. He's getting national network I'm, Saturday I'm FaceTime. He's getting two and a half, one and a half to two as well. I mean, the days of that guy taking a Mac job or something is long gone. Yeah, no, long gone. Now you only take, but I don't think the phone rings as often for DCs as OCs now. I agree with that. And if it doesn't, Cincinnati and Stanford may be as good an offer as you're going to get as a D.C. I think it probably is. I think, And both of them are good offers. Both yeah. of them are really good offers. And especially now that, you know, two years ago, Harbaugh looked like he's one more loss to Ohio State of being out of a job. Yeah. Now it looks like he's going to be one of those guys they are going to tack years and yes. zeros on to, and he's not going anywhere. Yeah. And if you're Jesse Minner, is he's going to be here? I can be here as long as he's going to be here. I don't know. I said really. I mean, because to me, there's three jobs now. It's the Michigan job, and it's really good. There's the Cincinnati job, which you're going to be in a weak Power Five conference, which you have a chance to potentially win. And we say weak as TCU well, may be about to get a bit. We exactly. I get that, but the rest of the conference, I agree. Kansas I, is all of a sudden looking strong, and then there's Stanford, which is going to be in a weaker pack. 12 conference and Stanford's got Stanford's got the tough graduation got the the tough requirements the entry requirements yeah. thing that Cincinnati's not going to have I don't know how you're really limited on who you're going to get to come to Stanford like I say Rick's talked about before that it's a pleasure to coach those oh, kids sure oh yeah they're all good and smart yeah they're good and smart very coachable kids you know if I'm Jesse Minner I'd rather have either one of those jobs than if Vandy ever called me back. Yeah, I wouldn't go to Vandy. Vandy's the... And I know the guy at Penn State used it to get there, but... Vandy's not... That's a tough gig, and it's about to get tougher. You can't win there. You can't win in football there. It's it's too much. But you could win at either one of the other two, I think. And maybe win a conference championship at the other two. You can't win at Vandy. I wouldn't even call... I'd say to Vandy, I lost... No. My phone doesn't work. Sorry. But he did a great job. I mean, how many guys go from Vandy to Michigan? I mean, you that's think that that's, connection. that's a pretty darn good jump in I'm jobs. I'm just saying that's the hardball connection. But do you want to, Joe, you want to go four jobs in four years? Because that's what we're talking about. We've had Rick on here, and he's talked about 
What a vagabond laugh. I know. But do you want to be seriously thinking about your family, thinking about do you want to jump four jobs in four years? Because that's what you'd be doing. That's what they did. And you'd probably get three years. You would hope you get three years minimum at. I mean, obviously, they'll assign you to a longer contract, but they won't fire you for at least three years. You'll be able to put roots down for three years. That's the life they live now. And you're probably looking at a $20 million deal. Oh, yeah. Minimum. More money than Sam's making. How about that? Yes. You get more than Sam's got. Sam. I'm going to take a break. Should we call uh, Oxford? Yeah, let's call I'll Oxford. give him a call. Call See, him See what he's doing. He's probably driving around Arkansas someplace looking for a game. It's 30 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan 1079. Quick timeout, we'll come back. back 33 minutes after five o'clock leaving the yard zach and the professor on the fan 1079 we're going to jump right on that uh sonic hotline joining us live this afternoon the uh, uh, best looking can we say that best looking reporter in uh northwestern arkansas that's <laughs> if you want to man it's, it makes me it makes me feel a little uncomfortable, but but Tony's right. You didn't go, no, 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 not me. No, he didn't deny it. So I guess I'm going to go with that. Derek Oxford joining us live this afternoon. Now, you've been a little busy this past week, and I, I think you posted the greatest high school football game you've ever seen you got to cover. Yeah, yeah. National Elkins Friday night out in Elkins was uh... – my previous best game I'd covered was a national game too against Shallow Christian in 2009 when I was in college. But yeah, the other night was was a, was an all timer for sure. Now, did either team ever get separation from the other and get a big lead and then give it up, or was this neck and neck the whole yeah, way? Well, so Elkins was up 21 nothing after a quarter. It was 28-7, I think, midway through the second, um, and then they were actually up 55-35 with like probably like four minutes to go in the third. They should have been up 56, but they missed the extra point. Um, and uh, and then that's when Nashville scored, recovered an onside, uh, and then scored again, and then recovered another onside. It was like they went full Kevin Kelly, Pulaski mode, and uh, got back in the game. And then, uh, you know, got the touchdown with – you know, 25 seconds left in there, or it was 25 when the snapped, and then they, there was there was only six seconds left when he had the two point conversion. And were people just going crazy? Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I mean, and, and the thing was, I couldn't even. I was on the Elkins sideline, and I couldn't even see the Nashville fans going crazy because of the fog. I mean, <laughs> that was some of the thickest fog I'd ever seen. Really? Oh yeah. So all this, yeah, I mean, is- it was like it was it was it was fine. It was fine before kickoff, and like it was it was only like I think it was like forty five degrees at kickoff, and it was just kind of it was fine. And then about early middle second quarter, I, I started noticing a little like little clouds kind of lowering, and I'm like, that looks weird. And then by the middle of the third quarter, I mean the fog was just blanketing the place. 
So uh, did that aid to the mystique of this whole thing? I think so. I mean, yeah, I mean, there, I mean, I, my dad talks about a Gator Bowl back in like the early 80s that Arkansas played against North Carolina. Uh, there, there was apparently some really thick fog that night. But, yeah, it was it was something else for sure. Uh, all right, so you you've got uh, you got the win for Nashville, you got Malvern that squeaked out a win, you got Arkadelphia that won. Harding's the only one that's crashing the party. The rest of this conference is uh, is all Southwestern is Arkansas. I know, yeah. And Harding Academy, this is their first year in four A. This is so crazy. They've been, they've been dominating three A for a while. All right, so you covering one of those two games this weekend? No, unfortunately not. I mean, um, I mean, basically, just it was kind of Elkins is right there in my wheelhouse, you know. So, they, you know, Ashdown and Nashville came back to back weeks, so it just kind of worked out. But yeah, I won't be going to Malvern. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't mind going, but I'm not. <laughs> I probably won't be going down there Friday night. Now you said you're on the sideline. How, how does one keep up with stats and type up a game story when you're on the sideline? Well, I know that, that's funny you mentioned that. So there wasn't any, there was not any room in the Elkins press box. Um, so I was pretty much forced to to uh, be on the sideline. I mean, I guess, I guess I could have sat in the stands, but I didn't really want to sit on a cold, you know, bleacher seat. So are you writing this down by oh. hand, or are you typing on your PC? How's oh, this? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm keeping, I'm, I'm keeping the, I'm keeping the stats by hand. Yeah, on on a on you know just regular paper and then and then I uh, and then I rush home and and type up a story on my laptop that's crazy that's yeoman's work right there that's oh, yeah. dedication that's a man who's dedicated oh, yeah. to the assignment oh yeah and then I mean back in the day I mean I never had to deal with this but you know Josh and and those guys told me you know back in the day they before email they'd have to dictate their story so they'd have to call somebody at the gazette right and literally just say word for word what they what they had wrote down or whatever. That sounds like Johnny Green. Who's a dictator? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I bet you Johnny Green had a lot of fun. Taking uh, I'm sure he <laughs> did. Yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. to Mr. Green, by the way. Exactly. All right, Derek Oxford joining us live this afternoon. Now, we were talking about the Razorbacks a little bit, and uh, you're up there in that neck of the woods. So uh, what's the uh, what's the temperature up there after losing to Missouri? Uh, temperature's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty tepid. Uh, obviously, you know, fans are disappointed in you know losing to Missouri for the, you know, I think they're two and six against Mizzou since they since they joined since since they played them since joining the SEC. You know, it kind of just put a damper on after a big win over Ole Miss. So, um, just just kind of a lot of uh, just kind of a, a thud. You know, after after such a promising start to the year, and then you lose the, you lose the A and M game in the fashion they did, and then um, and then you know KJ gets hurt, and so you you know you drop a couple of games that you should have won to Liberty and LSU. Um, it's really just kind of a just just it, it's it's really going to be a season of uh, you know what ifs, you know what if they stay healthy, what if they do this, what if KJ doesn't fumble against A and M, you know. So, so strength and conditioning was the problem. Apparently so, yeah. Apparently he got <laughs> fired on the plane. How is that uh, possible? There's got to be more to this story than that. 
yeah, I, I don't know. It's bizarre. Um, just, I mean, the, the fact, I mean, uh, that that was the first move he made, you know, that did not – if I was going to have to put money on, you know, first assistant coach to be fired, it wouldn't have been him. Who would have been the first? Well, probably uh, either the special teams guy, Fountain, or or one of the coordinators, even though I don't think either a coordinator deserves to be fired, so to speak. Well, somebody um, does. Somebody's got to be responsible. And if it's a strength and conditioning, if that's the guy you throw out there to the Lions and say, here, this is the guy responsible, then it's it's – a goofier fan base than I think. If they no, believe, if they believe that, oh yeah, it was we we, we were like strong. Strength conditions the appropriate fire. Really, <laughs> good grief. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. It, it, it'll, it'll, it'll be really. I think we'll I think we'll find out more in the coming weeks of of why that move was made. I don't know. I just feel like there's something else to the story. So, are you, are you pumped to be covering uh, Razorback basketball this season? Oh yes, oh, I, yeah. I, I was I was on to basketball after the Liberty loss. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the state. Wow, that didn't take oh, long. Oh, for sure, yeah. And then I kind of, and then and then of course, like you know, did typical Razorback fashion. I kind of jumped back on after barely losing to LSU yeah. and beating a car out of Ole Miss. So, but, uh, somehow y'all managed to get Kiffin, a raise, and freeze hired at Auburn. That, that's an impressive. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah that, that, that is impressive. Oh, yeah. Typical, very, very Arkansas move right there. Very on brand for Arkansas that way. I just, I'm shaking my head here. I did not expect in a million years after the, the old Miss win. And maybe it's just, hey, we're bowl eligible. It's a win. We're moving forward. And Missouri had that to play for as well. Arkansas did not on Saturday. Maybe that's just what happened. But I'm struggling with how they lost to that Missouri team. The same here. I mean, Missouri does have a good defense. Um, and I knew that the defense would give uh, Arkansas some problems. But I, I did not foresee um, Arkansas defense. I mean, they didn't give up a ton of points, but they just gave up chunk play after chunk play to Cook and – then they just they just did not do enough offensively. You know they, they never got Rockets they never got Rocket Sanders on track. Um, and yet for whatever reason, Mizzou just gets more motivated to win that game. It's just you know it, it's Hog fans just don't want to view Mizzou as a rival. And um, and I don't think that a lot of Mizzou fans even really care about the rivalry either. You know they're always going to be. You know, view KU as their rival, and and Arkansas is always going to view you know an LSU or and even an Ole Miss or, but you know, Ole Miss has the Egg Bowl, and then LSU, you know, come on, for they've never viewed Arkansas as a rival. You view Texas as the rival. Come on. Well, all the old, all the old school fans do. Yes. So, will you get to go to Memphis if they go to Liberty Bowl? Um. And no, I've never been to the Liberty Bowl. I could have gone to the one in college when they played East Carolina, and I turned it down because I knew it was going to be like four degrees. Um, and then I didn't go to the one like six or seven years ago when they played Kansas State. So I might actually take up, especially if it's like OU, if that's the opponent. Yeah, you'd want to be up on OU, you get a chance, and you, you want to get an yeah. expense account and get to go to Memphis. 
Yeah, and six and six OU or six and six Arkansas. I mean, it's just a you know match made in heaven. Now I'm I'm looking at uh, SI and SI.com's got them projected to go down to the I think the Texas Bowl against Oklahoma State. Right. You like yeah, that one? You, you like that one better? Um, I think from a I think from a matchup standpoint, yes, I would like it better. Obviously, the OU game would be more of an intriguing matchup in terms of just storyline and the fact that they haven't played OU in a while. Because I think they're lined up to play Oklahoma State in, in, in non-conference matchups in a couple of years. Right. So they're supposed to, I think it's like a home-and-home, home, like one year it's in Stillwater, next year it's in Fayetteville. So either way, I would be fine with either. I've also seen them possibly going to the, uh, I think, Vegas Bowl to play. I can't remember who they're supposed to play in that. It doesn't matter. You want the assignment. Yeah, that's the one you want. Yeah, it doesn't matter who they're playing. Oh, yeah. I want to know. Yeah, covering a bowl game would be cool. I want to know how you missed out on the Maui. Well, yeah, I I mean, I know. And then especially with how fun that was and all the theatrics after the San Diego State game. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you miss that? Uh, up there in Northwest Arkansas. That's the problem. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't think I, I don't think any of the local media up here went. Like, I don't even think the Dim Gas sent anybody. Wow, really? Um, no, yeah, because I talked to a couple of, a couple of my buddies that you know do do the beat full time up here, and they were like, "Yeah, uh, he told he had told his boss that he wanted to go, and that you know he'd be willing to like even pay for the flight or like something." And they and they said no. So I tell you. I don't know, but yeah, that would have been awesome. You win a national championship next year. I bet you're going to Maui. Yeah, well, I think next year they're already booked for the Bahamas. See that? Well, that's even better. That's one you want even better. I know. I went, I went there on a cruise back in May. So, I mean, I'd, I'd definitely go again. They wouldn't do them like they did the Indiana women, would they? And put them in a uh, hotel ballroom to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw. I saw that the other night. I yeah, played at convention. Is that not right, horrible? Uh, we're playing at, uh, yeah, that's that's brutal. Yeah, man. we're playing at the Best Western. Have fun with that. Hey, it's better than softball. Get straight in Oklahoma City. <laughs> oh, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right, well, that's Derek Oxford, the best-looking reporter in Northwest Arkansas. He, he won't deny it, so I guess we're going to go with that from now on. Appreciate you coming on All with right, us. We'll go with that, I guess. All right, well, appreciate you coming on with us. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I did. All right. Well, all right. We'll pick Suey, and we'll be talking to you. All right. Sounds good, guys. All right. When we find a bowl matchup, we'll let you break that one down for us for the Razorbacks. That'll work. Sounds right. good. See ya. See ya. There you go. Derek Oxford, former Texarkana Gazette reporter, now plying his wares up in northwest Arkansas. What a gig. I know, right? We'll take a break. We're coming right back. Leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor, last segment coming up next. You're on the fan 1079. Look local first, and you are helping our community. Small business rely on us to look local first. 
Yeah, it's your national underground underbounds and I stop the ground like a million elephants a silverback orangutan. You can't stop the train. Who wants up? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man, tell us it ain't gonna rain. So now we sit in a brown top soaking wet in the silk suit, trying not to sweat. Hit some assaults without the net, but this video. We are back. Nine minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Uh, Really didn't get a chance to talk about, uh, obviously, P.G. Carthage coming up on Friday. The one we've been waiting on. That's it. Playing all season to get to this spot right here. Week four, first week of December. Big matchup down in Marshall. Now, you didn't get to watch the Carthage game the other night on TV. But I did you got not. Because you were watching Longview. And so, I was. But, uh, no, it's uh, an intriguing matchup. Obviously, I would think Carthage is a – Maybe as much as a 10-point favorite. I don't know what Harris has them at, but... Uh, they release tomorrow. Yeah, so uh, I, if I was guessing, but uh, I, I think, I said a couple times this morning, I think the uh, Hawks have a puncher's chance. I think the uh, change in offense gives them an opportunity. You watched the Eagles last night. I referenced that. When you have a quarterback who can improvise... Yeah. When you have a quarterback, I don't care how well you're coached or how disciplined you are, when you've got that guy that can take off and do things with his feet and arm combined, you've got a puncher's chance. That's right. That's what Akari Johnson is. And that's what Akari Johnson is, and they have fully empowered him. You don't get impressed when you go, oh, he was 8 from 15 throwing the ball. I mentioned that uh, they forced uh, the Flewellen kid to throw the ball the other night Carthage did and he didn't have himself as a receiver and you and I right. talked about That's that. That's a problem. But uh, Akari's got some quality receivers. He's got two big tight ends that can body up and get the ball. He's got the Bordley kid now who's going out in a lot of patterns and uh, those are big targets. This this game I think is going to come down to can that offensive line give him time yes. to be but, able to do see, that. Even if it's a mobile quarterback, yeah. they can't be pouring on him yeah. and he has no time to, be, yeah. other than react. Yeah. If that's but where I, we are, then you know, he's the, in trouble. The way the spread is designed, it's designed to take guys away, right. to leave open field. Yep. You can spy all night, but if you get your guy one-on-one with a linebacker... He's got to win those battles. He, he, he's he got to be able to maneuver around him. And Akari is capable of doing it. But every once in a while, we've got to keep a play alive and find a receiver. But he's got big targets, and yep. big targets help immensely. Hey, you're in the yard. What's going on, gentlemen? Oh, the back end of the hour today. What do we owe this? I, just, I was watching the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special when y'all came on. Ah, uh, well, you, I, I understand not missing that. Hey, it's, it's a good one to watch. I just wanted to, wanted to chime in uh, some stats on the Browns yesterday. All right. Nick Chubb uh, hit a thousand yards yesterday, fourth year in a row. Last Cleveland Brown that did that, Jim Brown. Four years in a row. Well, that makes sense. I, and I tell you what, well, they never got four in a row. That's... No, have the Browns done uh, eleven yeah. games now or ten? What do you mean? How many games have they played? I think you poo pooed Leroy Kelly there. They they played eleven. They played eleven. So he's done this in eleven games. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, it is impressive. Here's another stat that, right. uh, that I did not know until I read everything. Tom Brady going into yesterday's game when his team is ahead as a starter, 
He was two eighteen and zero. Yeah, I saw that. With two minutes left in the game. Jacoby Brissett came down, threw an awesome pass in the Joku in the end zone to tie the ball game up, and it was all history when Chubb took three yards in overtime with about 17 seconds left in the game. So what you're telling me is we like uh, Brissett, this Watson guy we could live without. You know, I'm going to cheer my team on, and, and I've made my point known what I think about Watson. I, I would, I myself still say I wouldn't have made the trade. I, I think uh, just going out on a limb, everybody said, oh, well, when he got traded, he, he hadn't done anything. Well, he don't have the line. He don't have the uh, pieces in the backfield. I think they'd have a better record if Baker was starting this year. Well, Baker hadn't done well. <laughs> Can't even start in Carolina. Yeah, he's gotten benched in Carolina, and I'm a Baker fan to be honest. But uh, and I mean, he's with his performance this year. I mean, well, you know, part of it too is what you got blocking for him. Well, I agree. He didn't go to a great ball club. But, you know, he wasn't the only problem down there. But I expected oh, I more from Baker. You know, he, I, I think he'd have been better in Cleveland, but. You know, they, they decided to pull the $250 million deal, so, you know, they got to live with it. So what's the record now? They, are they 5-6? and 4-7. and 4-7. and seven. they got the same record as the Packers. All right. Yeah, which one's going to the playoffs first? Neither one. Neither <laughs> one this year. No playoffs. Uh, I, I would agree with you on that. All right. And uh, What happened to your Buckeyes? To, no, what happened to the Buckeyes? Hey, they looked good in the first half, then our ball put them on them in the second half. Oh, man. Man, see, I didn't figure you'd call today over that. You're lucky we got oh, that in the man. last five seconds of this show. Hey, it is what it is. And, hey, I'm glad to see Luke Fickle going to Wisconsin. Yeah, fun. Appreciate you, man. Have a good one, guys. Got, you got music in our ear. Tomorrow, Kirk and Company, by the way, 7 o'clock. This far looks like a Tuesday morning rant. A rant? Again. A rant. All right. We'll be back tomorrow at 5. We'll do that all over again. Don't forget uh, Power Hour at 6 o'clock tomorrow. May not want to miss that one. Earl should be in rare form by tomorrow morning. Hope so. Yeah. You guys take it easy. Appreciate Derek Oxford joining us today. We're back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again 23 hours from now. Here on Leaving the Yard. 1079 The Fan. I see you're cleaning your rifle. Yeah, get ready for deer season. Well, go to Miller Bowie Supply. They're the hunter's headquarters.